1: To my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. Uh, let me check my notes real quick. Oh, yep, I'm your middle brother, Travis McElroy. You say that, you
0: do that a lot these days. Well, and I I'm have wondering, to write a lot of stuff down. I'm just curious why you keep forgetting your name or even why you have, are your I've notes got a like- i a lot have, going on, Griffin. I don't so know. much ah. that you forget your own name and you need to refer to notes. To look I at don't it. have to explain myself to you, you're not my boss. Check this out,
1: I'm sure I'm Griffin, positive. Uh, I wanted to do one of our great uh, watch segments, you know where we talk about the latest and greatest in cinema entertainment, yeah. so I just loaded up Marquee Cinemas over in Huntington, over at the Pullman Square Plaza. Okay. 16 screens of pleasure there. Oh wow. And I was just gonna well, run that, down. Hey, hey, just real quick Justin, yeah. 16 screens of pleasure? doesn't sound great no oh, it sounds, sounds like they're showing a lot of smut well let's take a look because I thought this would be a good way of figuring out what to do a watch on okay because like if you think about it it's weird because there's there ain't movies no. you know what no. I mean there's no movies but they are opening up the theaters to show I mean there's no movies here's well, yeah, the great news movies here's movies great.
0: gave us Scoob and they're like that's gonna tide them over for a while
1: yep um first up trolls world tour got it that's i mean got it got it that was the last movie <laughs> we were in the last movie which yep. seems huge bloodshot great love vin invisible man Wait. and sonic the hedgehog now those holding those tight. i know i've seen on my have on my house those have been at my house for a little gripping bit tight. as well as fantasy i gripping Island.
0: tight to the edge not letting go
1: so this is what and then they're like well god me mean man, man we got a lot of screens Dang, I wish we hadn't put up this many screens. Maybe Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets Whoa. is going to play three times. Thrice. Whoa. And once you finish that screening, you can go check out Jurassic Park. The Get original Jurassic out. Park. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Those dinos are back. <laughs> you thought they were extinct, but they're back. I uh, Listen, here's the thing. That is simultaneously Ridiculous. But also, there's a part of me that's like, ooh, back on the big screen, huh? Well, do you feel that way about this? That you, you, could, uh, you Maybe you'll go, Travis, and you'll have the time of your life, which is deliciously appropriate, because we're going to head on over and check out Dirty Dancing at 5.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, really make a day of it let me enjoy.
0: Let me risk my health, life, and lung capacity to catch a big, big, big <laughs>
1: performance of Dirty Dancing. Sounds cool. And and just to clarify, Justin, are they charging money for this? Yeah, just the regular prices. Griffin, you may uh, risk your life and limb, but you will never say die, because at at 820, we're going to go over and see a screening of the Goonies. The Goonies, and let's make it a double feature of Adventure with Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark showing six times today. You will have six opportunities to see Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, Justin, I'm I'm now looking at the website, too, and I see on one of the screens they're showing that black and white silent movie where the train came out the screen and everyone dove out of the way. You ain't that fucking far <laughs> off, Trav, because the last movie showing is The Wizard of Oz. Wow. Yeah, just, um, if you've just been 80 years too late on this one, on this 1939 flick you can finally check out the lion and the scarecrow and all of their great adventures
0: (laughs) metal man chances
1: to see wizard of oz i mean i guess we could do
0: harry potter and the chamber of secrets watch it feels bad
1: i wait i want there's going to be this is a national chain there is going to be someone who is like, well, I got the COVID. Dang it, I got the COVID. And someone's like, how did you get the COVID? It's like, well, I just wanted to enjoy all two hours and 41 minutes of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets on the big screen as it was intended. You know, I've I've never gotten into Harry Potter before, never been a fan, but now- Oh, uh, it feels like the best time That's to do it. It's the perfect
0: time. And you forced both your grandpas and grandmas <laughs> to go to it with you? Fuck you, it's got Kenneth Branagh. You don't yeah. know.
1: They need this. I'm taking Rima and Pep, Pep to see the Goonies. They didn't even start. They didn't even show Sorcerer's Stone? <laughs> they were like, oh, you know what? People are just going to start right here. We'll start them at two. The Travis one with Kenneth fucking Branagh in it. Travis, there's a global pandemic. No one's gonna sit through the first Harry Potter yeah, movie in right. a movie theater. You gotta skip to two. Um, this is an advice show where we try to help you. Here's my advice: don't go to the fucking movies. No, you know what you do should do absolute instead. Maniacs. You know what you should do instead. What Travis? Get my brother, my brother, and me on uh, streaming or on iTunes or wherever you want. Well, that Watch but that TV show. Also, I was about to give my brothers a quiz, so you could just play along at home. Oh my god. This is heartbreaking. If you guys, because be you it? can play along at home in the safety of your own home, and and you it's know the what? way. Juice, Travis, stop!
0: It's the way he does it now, Tra- Juice. Uh-huh. Where he's uh-huh. like, "Oh so shucks, yeah." Uh-huh. It's like he's—you can tell—he's like, he's not actually cranking it, but he would if he if he
1: fucking could. Do you want to hear something monstrous? Yeah. Travis is the one that finds the questions and sends them to me to ask. Yeah, and he hasn't done it. So I have no like right. have no He's recourse. I have and I have, have no recourse. Him. I have them no sitting right line. here. I'll, I'll him. send them to you. I have nothing. I have no recourse. Uh but first I thought maybe we could play along at home. No, we now, don't. Just do it. Just start. Yeah, you keep saying it, but it's just making that bit longer every time cute. you say just it. Now, do correct it. me if I'm wrong. Do you guys like video games? I do. He just got me there. He got me dead to rights. I love me a video. You like oh, video, video games. games? Yeah, I like I, video I games. picked some video games questions because right. right. in the past they've been a little too tough, and I wanted to give you guys a chance. Now I'm worried. I will say that as I did this, both of you uh, are are video games aficionados, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a part of me that's worried that you'll know all the answers, but I thought it would still be fun. For Without those it. at home. Probably not,
0: let's try it though. And let's just make a new Google promise. I always make a no Google
1: promise. Travis, please talk as fast
0: as you possibly
1: can. Justin, same to you, cause I'll be doing the same. Okay, well I'm killing time now so I can send the questions to Justin cause I forgot to do that. But here we go. So uh, let's see, who wants to go first? Who wants the first question? It doesn't Maybe. matter. Okay, Justin, before settling on the name Sonic, what was the name proposed by Sega for this iconic blue hedgehog? Uh he was originally called Mr. Needlemouse. That is correct. Thank you. Fuck how the uh, fuck do you know that? I read a book, Console Wars, if you All right. read that okay, one. Okay, fine. I just uh, wanted- where they talk about the design. He originally was also much more radical and had a lot of tood. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. he wasn't inherently a fast, it was his sneakers. They were fast. He had no inherent superpowers. Who cares? Needle Mouse is uh is if you literally translate the Japanese word for hedgehog, that's mm, what he is. Wow. Needle Mouse. Now Griffin, uh, this is a more recent Crash game, Bandicoot. You are- Crash yeah. Bandicoot. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay. I do. I could ask you a Crash Bandicoot question, but I won't. How'd you say that? What? Well, say do you know name. what Crash Bandicoot was originally meant to be?
0: Say the second word in his name.
1: Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were saying Bandicoot, which Bandicoot. Okay. See he's doing it. He's doing it intentionally Uh, now. Assassin's Creed was originally set to be part of what video game franchise? He's got this. It's not funny or good. I don't know. Prince of Persia. Yeah, Prince of Persia. It was originally going to be Prince of Persia Assassin's. That's the worst
0: one yet, guys.
1: That is an interesting (laughs) fact. Very interesting. You didn't know it.
0: Interesting gamer facts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're Justin,
0: talking about fucking, no, we're talking about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and giving out gamer facts. How far are we into the episode? Scrap it. Justin. Scrap it. <laughs> yeah.
1: In scrap transferring it, Super Mario
0: it. Kart. the best to of wh- episode week. I'm going to pull some of the best episodes <laughs> from episode 200 to 250, and you guys do 250 to 300. We'll pull some so funny Justin, clips, and we'll put up a best. in basket.
1: transferring yeah. Super Mario Kart to Western markets, what censorship was done on Princess Peach and Bowser? Uh, They removed. They made Bowser's dick smaller. Well, they did do that. But also, the answer I was looking for is they removed champagne from their victory celebrations. Oh, okay, and the dick thing. And the dick thing. Griffin, huge scaly hog. Griffin, (laughs) big fucking. The entire game of The Legend of Zelda: (laughs) A Link to the Past takes up how much memory? I'm going to say 16 megabytes. What? Less than one megabyte. Wow. Cool. Wow. Cool. Justin. Fucking yep. the Fuck, UK yep. version. fucking of... cool, <laughs> fucking <laughs> cool, <laughs> fucking so radical, weird. baby, Justin. The
2: fucking UK, UK version. gamers
0: rise up and eat these fucking facts.
1: <laughs> the fucking E 3s not
0: E 3s not dead, gamers. It's right here in the <laughs> fucking studio, baby.
1: This sucks, Justin. shit. The UK versions of FIFA 2001 and Gran Turismo 2 shipped with what peculiar feature? Wings on both. There's Uh, wings on the cars, wings on the players. Lots of wings. They had scratch and sniff discs. Ew! If you scratched FIFA's disc, it would. You could quote smell the pitch. The Fuck stink yeah. of the pitch. And rubbing Gran Turismo's two-disc would deliver an Fuck authentic yeah. pit stop Ooh, smell. I wish you could scratch and sniff
0: this episode of mabim Bam, and it would smell like a dead body.
1: Because it I think sucks you, and th- reeks. This question is for both of you. Uh, um you both of us, Griff. In a gorilla style marketing campaign. Killzone spoof prostitute style cards were placed in phone boxes around Soho and London to advertise the original Crash Bandicoot. What did they read? Uh, Randy the Dandy, Randy Coot. Not, not too far off. Uh, they read quote, new in town, young Randy Bandicoot. That was and fucking And then it had a phone enough. number you could call and a picture of Crash in his underpants. I think you should get a half point for that. Yeah, I'll give Griffin a half point for that. Okay, what's the final score, Travis? Uh, Justin wins. Yay! Cool. When I was in my junior year of high school, I went oh, on a we camping trip- Oh, we can celebrate trip. longer. Hold on, I don't feel like we really celebrated as long as we could. When I was in my junior year of high school, I went on a camping trip with some of my class. On one of the nights, I woke up having to pee more than I've ever had to piss ever. I mean, breaking of the Hoover Dam piss. Okay, we know, what, right, we know we how much
0: piss is. God, you have
1: to pee. I tried to wake a friend no, up. No, stop. But she We're going to tear up. this
0: up. If you had to piss, like, the breaking of the Hoover Dam, your body would be torn apart by the internal pressure. So, like, don't say shit unless it's This
1: real. is my favorite thing about starting an episode with Play Along at Home is Griffin gets real feisty. Yeah, real work for up. everyone else's questions. We actually cut, it, cut out Play Along at Home, but we just harness Griffin's energy for the rest of the episode. You cut time. it out? I tried to wake a friend up. But she didn't get up. So I barely made it to a teacher's tent when the moment she answered me, the dams broke. I pissed my pants in the middle of the woods and everyone knew about it. Literally everyone. That being said, it's currently three eventful years later and I'm talking about recently The best friend and he told me he forgot about it. No, so my he question didn't. is
0: Nope, he didn't.
1: <laughs> so my question is, how do I ask people if they remember this without reminding them of the terrible accident? I think about this every single day and that's pp mcgee
0: remember when you shit your pants during papa's funeral nah man i <laughs> forgot i forget that's funny i forgot about when you shit your pants at my papa's funeral that's weird that yeah, did happen didn't it no one would forget
1: the things i remember in my life the th- the, that with perfect clarity and will until the day i pass off this mortal coil one every time i've seen someone pee their pants two every time i've seen someone fall down and i mean really fall down, <laughs> really get a good fall going <laughs> even saying it you're thinking about a treasured memory you have of watching someone absolutely beef
0: it dude I saw a serious bonk one time that I will I just think about (laughs) all the fucking time
1: it's 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 hard doing trying to do comedy a comedy podcast and realizing you're never going to do anything as funny as just seeing someone fall (laughs) like
0: really eat the cheddar not get hurt not like get hurt not get hurt Well, a little hurt but not like they break something or get like they get up right away but like you know they were maybe they were running too
1: fast with a backpack on and they don't like calibrate bad enough that they for a second, aren't a person, you know? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for a second, yeah, then it's like, almost like, Oh, did you plan that? That was cartoonish. I, was, like, no I was, I didn't plan it. I'm bleeding. I was running down a short,
0: grassy slope outside of a Waffle House on my way to Kings Island once, and my feet just whoop, and I landed <laughs> ass first on a metal grate and had to go to the emergency room, uh, because oh. I, I couldn't uh move and I didn't get to go to Kings Island, but I do. Like, I know my friends were worried about me, but I do hope while they were enjoying the King's Island rides and stuff, they thought about the truly spectacular spill that I took and uh, hopefully
1: will never forget about it. And that's a sacrifice I'll was, make for my friends. One time I was coming home from um, Sydney's parents' house and I would brought uh, my Xbox, original Xbox, <laughs> original ass Xbox over there. And then I was going up the stairs to walk into the house. Mm -hmm. And I tripped on the stairs and sent the Xbox flying and also hit my knee so bad that blood started coming out of it. And I live in perpetual sadness that I could not see that amazing sight. You know what I mean? Like If I could ever astral project, just to see that one moment, because I think I would, I'm sure Sydney treasures it. She denies it, but... I would love. I would just love to have that captured uh, in America's Funniest Home Memories Justin, up there can, in the bank. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, but did you make any kind of uh, like audible vocal noise? When that happened, did, do you were think you like you did like a whoa? <laughs> were you like Master Chief? No,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my bandicoot. Like Nah, not on an Xbox. I
0: know. Xbox. But, but, oh, it's yeah, a funny word. Fun. Come yeah. on. Maybe Blink's the time sweeper. Yeah.
1: So you. Hey,
0: I've we, never fallen down. Ever. So yeah. I, that's true. I don't let know.
1: Me, I've never seen Travis fall down.
0: Let me just put this out there and let, let
1: people. Let me be like, why do we fall down, Master Bruce? And he's like, I never fucking fell down. Fall down. I don't I don't I'm unfallable, dude. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> old, you old bastard why you fall the time. Why do you fall down? No, I know I was saying Master Bruce. No, why do you fall down? I gave you a I had to give you a portable bass signal for when you filled out in the kitchen. <laughs> I have to come down for fighting the Joker to come help you back up after you fall down so many times, Alfred. You got to I'm bad at it. If I fall down I just put my arms out and boom I'm out. You know what I mean? Do you know, do you know how bad it is? I gave the penguin my home address so <laughs> if I'm ever out of town he can come help you stand back up, Alfred, because you fall all the time and I hate it.
0: I'm gonna put this mantra out there and whoever needs it, use it. So you pissed your pants.
1: Yeah. So what? So what?
0: You make a a mess in someone's car, you clean it up. That's like worst case
1: scenario. So you piss your pants.
0: It's just water.
1: (laughs) That is one thing that I'll never forget is when our friend Justin uh, drunkenly had a very large- I'm your your brother. No, not my brother. Let's had like an extra large seven up from McDonald's in the back of Griffin's car. Uh, and dropped it, spilling yeah. the entirety of it, and just said, I made a nut. Oh, yeah, that sucked, <laughs> man. That was, a,
0: I do think was... about that, but we have a good time talking about no, that. No, we that didn't. Is not... There was a fucking half inch of standing sprite in the backseat of my fucking car.
1: It was terrible. <laughs> there, there is a certain, Um, <laughs> I've learned this since I've had kids. I've had a lot more time to think about this and a lot more opportunity. Um, There's a certain drink size. Where if it spills in your car, it's kind of unfathomable. <laughs> like there's a certain drink size where if that's, I think there's something. Like, if that spills, that's it for me. Right. That's the car. <laughs> that's no, yeah, no. I don't have this car anymore. It belongs to the to the uh, Mister Misty Slush at this right. point.
0: Um, hey, can I do a Yahoo that was sent in? Can we
1: help this person? No, yeah, we, don't I worry about said, it. It's not a I big just deal. Said,
0: so you pissed your pants.
1: So you pissed your pants. Hey, I have a Yahoo here,
0: and this one too. Okay. Oh my goodness! All right, this one was sent in by a bunch of people. But, it was sent in by Adrian okay. Cowles first. Thank you, Adrian. So yeah. Who answers user Eum, which is like Ian, but with an M. Who asks? Or like Liam, but without an or L. Like Liam without an L.
1: Or like Chris without the Chris and plus yeah. an Eum.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. So anyway, um, his he says, "Why are old books so boring?" Thank you. (laughs) Books from several centuries back are objectively less entertaining and fun to read than modern books. I would think that few people would consider Shakespeare actually interesting if they thought he wrote his plays 10 years ago. Why is that? Were people simply bad at writing in the past the way we were bad at medicine? Did people not care to make their books enjoyable? Is there a rational explanation for it? Uh, Update two days ago. Shakespeare is a bad example of what I am trying to ask. Think of Dickens or Russian classics. So they definitely like walked it back just a little bit. Okay, I'll roll on Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, so pretty all good. right. But here's the thing, Shakespeare's got some murder, stabbing, all kinds of witchcraft, dope shit, sex, jugs, dingle dangles, all <laughs> kinds of fucking dope shit. Uh, But Dickens,
1: snore. I do feel like they walked it back too soon because the point of if Shakespeare was like publishing these works 10 years ago, I do think there'd be people like, what is this shit? I, I don't fucking do- understand this at all.
0: I was reading Dostoyevsky and my nuts fell asleep because of how I was sitting. <laughs> I was so fucking bored
1: reading this. Now, Dickens drum. is a bad example too, though, because there's ghosts. And there's an old lady in a wedding dress with some old ass cake sitting around. And that sounds. Orphans! Inter- there's orphans. That's interesting. I think there's a guillotine. orphans? That's so cool. Crime orphans? Yeah. Come on. That's cool, though. I mean, if you can make a movie with singing dogs with songs by <laughs> Billy Joel in it based on the work, I don't think you can be like, that dude's boring. All right. Let's... We've had a Let's, we've we've
0: had a lot of fun, lot of fun. Uh, taking the piss out of this Yahoo Answers user, but but I can mention Dostoevsky in here and say that name because I think it makes me sound smart. Have, mm. a, have I read *Crime and Punishment*? Fuck no, it's boring. Have
1: I read *Animorphs*? Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. Yep,
1: <laughs> I've read <laughs> a lot. Okay, of Animorphs. Man, I just want to. Can I applaud you for twice saying that name with the confidence that you're pronouncing it correctly in a way that I simply could not? Yeah, I. I, b- I bought The Brothers Karamazov by Dostoyevsky. Nice. And my wife and I were going to read it together um, as part of this thing. This is even before I have kids, so I had no excuse. We're going to read it as part of this like, book club, online book club deal. Nerd. And we met, We bought two exact same copies, and we both made it like exactly 40 pages in, and then promptly put it back up on the shelf, and <gasps> they sit next to each other. And it's worse because it's twice... Yeah. It's twice the book that it's is The shameful. Twin Brothers. And you can't myself. It can't just because there's two, uh-huh. they can't just fade into memory cuz every time I look at the books, there's two of these fuckers next <laughs> to each other and I had to take that walk back where I'm like, "Fucking what was I thinking?" Forty pages. And and to this day, some fifteen years later, Sydney and I'll be looking at books and I'll still be like, We gotta get back to <laughs> you remember where we were when we left off, right? What was happening? I still th- they, there is like a couple of points that are raised. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. One of the characters in Brothers Karamazov says, um, uh, the more that I love humanity generally. The more I find that I cannot stand individual people. Pretty That's fucking so dope and fresh and it's powerful and it stood out in my mind. That's in the first 40 pages. I don't know what incredible power. <laughs> <laughs> what, what life-changing nuggets okay. beyond that. That a before Justin, me. I couldn't do no it one so does. Many nicknames. No one has read I would I would pause it. The thicker the book. The less chance there is that anyone has read it to completion. And the thing is, is that they keep selling so that people will, like yourself, put them on shelves. That they are, I've been in a lot of Zoom calls lately where I've seen a lot of bookshelves in the background and there's a lot of unbroken spines in there with big fancy Mm. names on them.
0: Uh, I mean,
1: no one has actually read Dostoevsky to completion
0: because reading that fucking dude's books makes my nuts fall asleep. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I that. couldn't even finish. If you know what I mean, now you know who gets me every time. He's K. A. Applegate. I'll tell you what. I remember
1: Tobias turned into a fucking hawk too long. <laughs> yeah, they could turn back. Cultural touchstone. Thank you. So I've read I, a You lot know of what them. I love? Uh, R. L. Stein. Yeah, he's got the puppets. The puppets talk and come alive, and the spooky. I saw the movie Count of Monte Cristo with mm. Jim Caviezel, and I thought, sure. "What a cool! This is a cool thing. Cool. I need to read it's this cool. book." I started reading the book, and I got about a hundred pages in. And I was like, "Wait a minute! This isn't the Dantes that I know. This nope. isn't what is happening. This is it's boring. This book is quite different from the movie that I enjoyed so much." Now, here's the thing: I will tell you, I finished it. I read that book and I am impressed with myself and you should be too, but it is, in many ways, way more boring than the Jim Caviezel movie. <laughs> sure. Uh, and way longer. I did the Jim Caviezel movie in like an hour 50. Cranked The it book, out. that was like six months of reading. Yeah. Maybe um, that's the problem. Do you, the, okay, look, I'll give you an example, okay? Leather Stocking Tales, right? James Fenimore Cooper's Leather Stocking Tales. You got Deer Slayer, Last Mohican. Sounds sexy. The the other ones, right? You try to read that, it's unthinkable. Yep. It's unthinkable. It's so terrible. I'll give you you an example, okay? Uh, Leather Stocking Tales is about Natty Bumpo, which rules. I'll give him that. Natty Bumpo is fucking good. But then he's known... In these books as Leatherstocking, The Pathfinder, The Trapper, Deerslayer, uh, Le Long Carabine, which is Long Rifle uh-huh. in French, and Hawkeye. Those are all names for him. You know how many names Judge Dredd needs? One. <laughs> right. Because he kicks ass and he's just Judge Dredd. And that's what his name is. And then he goes out there and rules. He doesn't need eight other names. They're not like, oh no, the... Miss Doc, you know, Mr. Law, Mr. Big Law. No one yeah, has right. to call him Mr. Big Law and call me stomp a bunch boots. Of names. Right. You know, I, I remember, like, I think it was Deerslayer having to read that for a summer reading program. And the first page is, as far as I can recall, a nonstop run on sentence that is just like one date about like one, like there was a war on this date and it's just so dense that I had to reread that one page like 18 times. And I specifically remember at like 17 years old being like, oof, okay, (laughs) not setting me up for success here, James (laughs) Fenimore Cooper. Oh boy, you couldn't start off with like, I don't know, a sunrise or something, give me some kind of, no, you're just starting off with like a history lesson. Oh boy, I remember reading Wuthering Heights and it just kind of ended, and I remember being like sixteen and being like, "This sucks." <laughs> I'm like throwing it down. That fucking Heathcliff dude, he doesn't terrorize the neighborhood at all. No, and then when no. he does, it is just gaslighting and psychological, and it, not like fun. it's not pranks. I, right? I'll, here's yeah. how. Here is how to free yourself. And I have actually used this specific technique that I'm going to share with you. Um. What you do is if there's like a, like a fancy old writer that you think you should be reading and you feel guilty about it, find another also good writer that takes a shit on them. Ooh. And then it frees you right. from... I'll give you an example. There is actually a pretty famous piece called uh, Fenimore Cooper's Literary Offenses by Mark Twain. And Mark Twain writes a whole essay where he's like, fuck James Fenimore Cooper. <laughs> he sucks ass. And that to me is like... Cool. I don't have to read that. Mark Twain says he sucks. Here's a a quote from that. In one one place in Deerslayer and in the restricted space of two-thirds of a page, Cooper has scored 114 offenses against literary art out of a possible 115. It breaks the record. He fucking dunks on the whole time. That's that's so fresh, right? So now I don't have to read James Fenmore Cooper. But the rabbit hole goes deeper because some people criticize that piece. There's a uh, uh, there's a quote here, hilarious. this is from John McWilliams. Hilarious though Twain's essay is, is valid only within its own narrow and sometimes misapplied criteria. Fucking great. Now I don't have to read Mark Twain. <laughs> yep. I'm keep, out on him keep too.
0: Him off the, if you keep going down that chain, eventually all you're left with is the worlds of power novelizations of old NES games.
1: <laughs> yep. Which right. is fine. Only the like, work of fair. FX9 right. will, will survive. If you go deep enough, you will find like mark like mark luke and john being like those novelizations of mario fucking (laughs) rule (laughs) in
0: in the 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 old gospels it's man the blaster master novelization of worlds of power is some real bullshit they left out a lot of really cool levels and
1: power-ups That seems like a pretty good place to head on over to the money zone. Uh, But first, Trav, why don't you tell us a little bit about this week's organization that we're donating our uh, ad revenue to? Yeah, we're going to be donating to the Sylvia Rivera Law Project. Uh, Sylvia Rivera was uh, partners uh, in, in work with Marsha P. Johnson, did a lot of work for the trans community. Uh, and the Sylvia Rivera Law Project. Basically, they're working hard to provide legal services uh, and protect the rights of uh, trans people. They focus specifically on people of color and poor people and fighting discrimination against gender nonconforming folks. So it's a great organization. You can check them out at SRLP.org. Let's get the money to give to them now. <laughs> Can I tell you about an experience I had this very weekend? God, I hope
0: it's related to Stitch Fix because that's who we're supposed to be telling you. It about is, it is, about. don't worry. Okay, sure. I, I got
1: God. me a Stitch Fix, yeah. I opened that there box and so I lifted out a shirt oh. that made me gasp in delight and run across the house to find my wife and say, look at this absolute winner I have just received. I will post a picture of it. It is a beautiful shirt and here's the best thing. Covered in I anime know, babes. No, there are no anime babes, Griffin. They just, it kind of looks like fireworks on it, but like in a really cool like way. And the thing is, is like, I didn't like pick that shirt out. It was that because my stylist has worked with me and I've answered questions that they were able to say like, Travis is going to love this. And they were right. Because that's what Stitch Fix does. They they like ask you questions. They work with you to figure out what your style is. And then they th- send things that are your size, your style, and you try them on. You keep what you love. And you only pay for what you keep. And one of my favorite things about it, you can say, like, this is how much money I'm comfortable paying for a T-shirt. This is how much money I'm comfortable paying for shorts. Right? And so they won't send you super expensive clothes that you don't want to keep. It's amazing. So to get started, go to stitchfix.com slash mybrother and set up your profile, and they'll deliver great looks personalized just for you in your colors, styles, and budget. You pay a $20 styling fee for each fix, and that's credited towards anything you keep. Schedule at any time, there's no subscription required. Plus, shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. One more time, stitchfix.com slash mybrother. Sheet pan pesto
0: salmon. Whoa. Hot honey butter glazed chicken. Fettuccine. Okay. Meatballs. And you're hearing me say this, you're thinking like, what is he talking about? A restaurant? You shouldn't be going uh, out to one of those, uh, uh, a place that's dangerous and you uh, you could possibly get COVID from if they're doing it bad. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you goofball. I'm talking about doing it at home with Blue Apron where it's safe in your house and you can make fettuccine pasta and mushrooms like it's like, like it is like you're doing food art. And right now, cooking at home matters More than ever, I think I've outlined that pretty well, so I don't have to go into more detail about why home cooking matters right now. But Blue Apron is a really good way to do that because you get a box of fresh quality ingredients delivered straight to your door and then you follow these recipes and you make tasty, tasty meals and uh, you learn how to cook. Uh, I did Blue Apron for a long time and got got good at learning how to cook and I can make whatever. Stew, uh, pasta, uh, bread, pudding. Uh, and it's great. You create a plan that works for you with Blue Apron's ever-changing mix of menu options, and prices start as low as seven forty-nine per serving. Don't sacrifice flavor. Don't settle for boring meals. With Blue Apron, you can enjoy top-rated recipes all month long. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off across your first two deliveries when you visit blueapron.com slash mybrother. That's blueapron.com slash mybrother. Blue Apron.
2: Feed your soul. Whoa. I started listening to Ono, oh Ross, and Carey shortly after I broke my arm, and the doctor had told me I'd never walk again. I couldn't get my book started. I was lost, honestly. I knew it was time to make a change. There's something about Ono, oh Ross, and Carey that you just can't get anywhere else. They're thought leaders, discoverers, founders. I'd call them heroes. Ross and Carrie don't just report on French science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, they take part themselves. They show up so you don't have to but you might find that you want to. My arm is better. I can walk again. I wrote an entire book this weekend. It's terrible, but I did it. Just go to MaximumFun.org. Thank, Thank you, Ross, Ross and kerry
1: Ona, Ross and Carrie is just a podcast. It doesn't do anything. It's just sounds you listen to in your ears. All these people are made up. Goodbye. Hey, who's that on the, co- hey, who is, it? it's Lynn, hi Lynn, I wasn't recording before, but now I am, oh, hi Lynn, hi Lynn, hi, welcome to the podcast, we were in the middle of doing the podcast and now we're just like, thank you, in it, you're on it,
2: this is the podcast, Longtime fan, third time caller, thrilled to be here, is that right, there's I no like way, We're it's just been on just the three. one time when you were at the public, and then that time you guys uh, did the Margaritaville uh, blue carpet, oh, right, 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 yeah. yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. And then the other times were were live times when you indulged me saying, "Hey guys, I wrote another song about you. Can I play it at your yeah.
1: show?" We've given you a lot of opportunities, huh? Yeah, yeah. you're so welcome. But I think this is
2: my i think this is my third time on the podcast.
1: That's proper. great! Wow, what an honor. Make for them you. say hammer
2: proper. Um, hey, how are you doing though? I'm all right. Whoa! Oh, oh fuck! I mean, there's a story wow.
0: behind there. There's a sadness, sadness behind those eyes. <laughs>
2: I, I, you, I'm. I, I'm actually. I'm. I'm. I'm quite hashtag blessed. All things considered, you're catching me after spending an hour and a half putting together a playset yep. uh, involving tools. Um, and as soon as I finished putting together the playset, my son yelled "Yay!" and then stubbed his toe, started bleeding, and started
1: <laughs> screaming. So. Oh my God. Did he stub it know. on the playset? Uh, no,
2: no. Uh-huh. He stubbed it on being five yep. <laughs> and running funny.
1: So where I'm, I don't. Really want to talk about yeah. Hamilton? It is. If anybody cares, it's coming out on Disney Plus July third. You can watch it on Disney. I'm sure I, you're fucking I'm, sick of talking about it. too, Sick of right talking right about man? it. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm happy to talk to you about anything else. Any other musical? Any other musical? What's going on with Tootsie? Is I have this feeling sometimes <laughs> like Tootsie is still going. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, they're doing still it to doing, doing it. No
0: crowd.
2: Yeah, no, I feel like they're still doing Tootsie. Probably. It, it it's come and gone. Uh oh man, Fox. it was so yeah. funny though. Poor little honey out for Tootsie. Um, are any of the any musicals going right now? <laughs> there is a Phantom of the Opera playing in Seoul, South Korea. Huh. That is the one musical playing in the world right now because they uh were serious about their shit and locked it down, and now they can do Phantom. Hmm. Which is all about a guy in a mask, weirdly Perfect. enough. Yeah. yeah, it is weird.
0: That's the price you get. For taking it seriously,
2: you get to see Phantom. I I was going to ask about the musicals that form the DNA of who you are. I'm oh so gosh. grateful every time we get a little we get a little night music, courtesy of Justin McElroy mm-hmm. when he sings in that.
0: Ineffable it's really just that the one track, though, right? Juice, you're not like a big night music like head. I didn't know it was from that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at um, as far as that. I just I got had on, on a Lou Rawls CD when I was younger, and so I. It got in my heart that way. Musicals that really form, man, you know, obviously, uh, Rent was huge for me, as Tim Robbins told me at <laughs> your show, Hamilton. Rent <laughs> taught my generation tolerance, which is huge.
2: Uh, huge so for Rent. Huge thank you to Rent. Big ups did to you Rent. Ever, did you ever dreamcast yourself in Rent? Did you ever give a thought who you might
1: play? I'm pretty sure that I would be the window washing guy. Honest living, Honestly. Honest living, honest living. living. Honest living. <laughs> that would be a good part. Honestly, I would be, and I would be lucky to have it. Um, you know, um, um, Man of La Mancha was mm. was was a big one for me. Uh, That's used to cornerstone do, for me. That was my audition song. Was was uh, Man of La Mancha for a very long time. Was my the was title my track, Man of yeah. La Mancha. Oh or yeah, the song not Impossible in? Dream. I can't carry that off, no. but I could do like a sort of spoken word intro into the song, and then. Um, because that gets you like 30 seconds in, then there's only 30 seconds of singing after that, which is perfect. Uh, right. I, right. Lynn and I share this playing Birdie, uh, Conrad Birdie, and Bye Bye Birdie. Um, it
2: is, uh, how old were you when you did it? Uh, I was, I, I want to say like 17, 18. That's huge. When you're you at your gangliest and teeniest, and you play a role <laughs> in which everyone has to pretend to be in love with you, I mean, I, it kind of explains everything about it. Well, Travis. it goes
1: one step further yeah. than that, Lynn. Uh, our our father was the director, nepotism, and uh one of the creative decisions he made was to have Conrad Birdie, myself, enter from behind a twelve foot tall photograph of myself, uh, backlit oh my with like fog while everyone cheered for me.
2: Your reckless confidence is entirely justified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not his fault. Can't blame him. It's all
1: Griffin, that's like fault. <laughs> Griffin, you like musicals? No, oh,
0: <laughs> King Kong. <laughs> the King Kong Seen it.
2: musical. Seen it. I saw it. Yeah, love that big. Guy. I'm a um as of as of last year, I'm a, officially a, a Tony voter, and so I t- did my due diligence and I saw every show of last <laughs> season. You're gonna say voted I for King Kong. I did see the I did see the King Kong. Voted biggest gorilla. Yes. It won, it won a special award. There are a King Kong um, award.
1: Yeah. It was a special
2: honorary Tony for being the biggest King Kong, for taking 14 people to uh, manipulate. It It has a special Kong Tony. It, not, it knocked the shit right out of Noises off King Kong.
1: That <laughs> 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 King Kong sucked. That <laughs> King Kong sucked. The one in Tootsie was cool, though, because he had sunglasses and he came out on a skateboard. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, but girl. only 13 people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lynn, are there musicals that you are... I get this way with pop culture sometimes where i become fixated or obsessed uh, with the idea of something without actually like having any actual affection for it or actually maybe even seeing it. I'll give you an example to give you a little time to think. There is this musical um, called chocolate, the musical, and it's a one woman show that this woman um, tours around with and does chocolate the musical for like, I guess if you have like a meeting of the red hat ladies or something like that, she'll come and do musical chocolate musical
2: uh and the is, red hat ladies is such a deep pull just yeah now if you know our nani man it's pretty much top of mind is 24 7 a red, is she
1: a red hatter hell Absolutely.
2: yeah dude that, the red hat ladies in case you don't got this is like a society of ladies who wear like red, red sunday hats. brunch hats and go see shows it's very benign it's not the current connotation of red no hat. it's a very different vibe the other one is
1: the high fidelity musical which came out for like a few weeks and then wasn't anymore
2: performances on Broadway written by my good friend, Tom Kitt. That was the musical that put the fear of God in me because um, the same producers produced high fidelity that produced uh, in the Heights, my first show. And like for years they were like, well, we're going to get high fidelity on because that's a no brainer hit. (laughs) Everyone loves the book. Everyone loves the like tunes. Uh, And then it, like lasted eight performances, and they were they were basically like once High Fidelity's is a hit, we'll take a chance on your little show with Latins in it and uh and uh then it didn't nothing happened. How and did it your show it did. turns <laughs> out? <laughs> <laughs> our show did our show did okay, but okay. it was it was scary. It was sort of like that was such a surefire hit. It had a well-known director, a great composer, uh and it just, you know, no one wants to see Rob sing. I guess, yeah. Um, like the whole thing is that he, he listens to music. You're making something
1: about the best music ever when there's uh, frequent arguments about, like, and the you're not best allowed to all use time. that music.
2: Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it was an impossible. It's an. It was an impossible task. You know what? Well, you want to hear my favorite song? I own a record store.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite
0: song. It's always been my favorite song. Um, we don't have questions. A question from the audience for you, like we sometimes do for guest stuff and i've been asking the last That's few okay. guests birds like you know covid related stuff like how are you do how what are you doing at home to, but i think it would be better to do a just a yahoo yeah and just like get you on that yahoo with us do you feel oh. like qualified to
2: to to do one of those uh completely unqualified but happy to be along for the ride
1: wait okay just one more the quick thing just starlight <laughs> express at, Have you seen
2: it, Lynn? Can I tell you? Because that's a
1: musical about trains. Yeah, I know. And I would love to see that By the way,
2: it's based on Thomas the Tank Engine. Get out. And his company is the really useful company because he wanted the rights to Thomas and it didn't quite happen. So he did his own train musical. I've never seen it. I actually have deniability on that one. I remember seeing the commercials- and being like, well, trains, musicals, where do I sign? But my parents didn't have the money, so I never saw it.
1: Unfair. Unfair. Okay, Griffin, I'm sorry. I won't talk about any other uh, bizarre musicals. I, Lynn, <laughs> I'm so
0: excited for you to put your spe- – we've never allowed anyone into this particular sanctum. And I, mm-hmm. I think you're going to crush it. Michelle sent this one. into Yahoo Answers user um, who I'm going to call Jim – Jamuel Miranda asks, <laughs> Super Mario versus yourself in a few scenarios. For some random reason, Super Mario is teleported into the real world with the sole goal to hunt you down and kill you. What? Mario is, Mario is <laughs> still bound to his game physics and can still jump just as high. I'll give you three scenarios that could occur, and I want you to tell me how they would play out. Oh, so we can just run down these. That yeah, we we went such a
1: different direction than I... Yeah, before we get too deep, I need to make sure I understand the premise. Yeah. Mario has been teleported <laughs> Into, Into our, our world, world. Yeah. He went Sonic to, movie style. Go down Earth six one six. Go down a pipe uh, co- or wherever. Go down a pipe.
0: Come up a Earth toilet, and he wants to kill you so bad. And that's okay. So uh, he wants to, to kill
1: you, or he's been tasked with killing you. He
0: needs to kill you. <laughs> okay, to that go is home.
1: important because I could maybe talk him out of it if it's no. just a job.
0: No, you got the pipe okay. inside you that gets him home. So anyway, <laughs> <he can laughs> well, now even high. that though is a different <laughs> scenario than him just wanting to kill me. Okay. He could jump really high. Scenario one: You are casually walking outside like any normal day. You feel safe and are unarmed. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly Mario, who is also unarmed, comes running at you with the purpose to end your life. You know this and prepare to fend off the ambush. What happens? Wait, is he
1: mushroomed or not? He's unarmed. That, this is actually huge. I need to know scale, right? That is my biggest question. If, on the TV, he doesn't look very big, but is he a in, human-sized Mario. Is he a human size? Okay, so he's a human size Mario. Yeah. Is he human size at per- the same proportions? Cuz density there is a huge he's factor. He's a dense fella. He's got I mean he's he's
0: he's quite thick uh in all the right places, but he's got running at you. It says he's running at you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like walking at you slow imposing terminator style. This fucking plumber is sprinting at you, Lynn. You have to
2: get high. You, you, gotta have, to, get you high. have to get high. Higher, yeah. higher than if it. his whole thing is jumping on you, you got to get high. Yeah, you get to get the high ground. Mm. But now we're in a donkey kong scenario.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to stop. He's coming <laughs> you. got to You got to throw barrels. You got to no. throw barrels. Got to throw some <laughs> barrels at this fucking guy. Could you get under something? Under something that will protect your head from bouncing, oh, yeah. because if it's just Mario running at you, he does not have a. Pu- I mean, I guess he could spin. Could he, can he? Spin, That's he can the punch, danger. He can punch
0: Here's my thing: there are enemies in Mario that walk slowly at you, and you wait for them to end you. Or sometimes they run really fast at you. Or sometimes they jump. I don't think there is an enemy in Mario that like can fucking punch and kick the way I do. So like Mario yeah. may not, kn- he may run at me and like start to jump and I just like kind of move out of the way and I fucking punch him in the face. He's like,
1: oh, what's up <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, motherfucker, not, I punch back. He won't understand He it. won't get no. it. He can't process that. There is also, I'm, I'm now thinking that the Mario games would be much different if like when a Koopa saw Mario coming, they ran away from him. Like, I don't want, yeah. I'm just walking around, dude. Yeah. I yeah.
2: All right. I'm a hopping turtle.
0: <laughs> let's do a bit of, uh, Don't. let's do some opposition research here. Lynn, you're going to play the role of Lynn. You are quarantining wherever you are quarantining. Uh, Travis, yes. Justin, and I are going to be Mario. And let me pitch you scenario two. You're inside your house like any normal person during quarantine, and you see Mario trying to break into your house. You can defend yourself with <laughs> anything in your
2: home, and Mario is armed with a hammer throw power up. Wait, a ham- a hammer throw power up? That's That's like. Donkey Kong. He's got the hammer and he's swinging indiscriminately. No, he throws. Like the
1: hammer bros.
2: Yeah. Oh, he can't throw got it.
0: Okay. So I guess take a moment, look around your house, and in 15 seconds, Justin Travis and I are going to come at you with. And a don't say a power.
1: Tony or anything because, like, that's cheating. Because it's very heavy. The Tony is a heavy, it's very weapon. heavy and
0: impressive. What like if Lynn awesome. is like, I pick up the big gun. By the way, guys, <laughs> I'm huge into guns, and this is how I'm, <laughs> <laughs> This is how I'm announcing it to the world. Yeah. All right, Lynn, your time's um, up. I smash in through the window with my big, powerful carpenter's
2: boots, or plumber's boots, and now Mario's in your I house. activate I activate the Playmobil water table I have spent the last fucking hour assembling. You're so much slower in water. Get uh, okay. at Okay. Okay, so you've... Okay. You're so much slower in water. Fair. Now I'm just a squid who moves slowly, and I'm a threat.
0: Okay. Ooh. Well, that's pretty good. I don't know how a water table would flood an entire house. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm putting on all the
2: water, just all the water. I'm just, I'm flooding everything. Okay, I'm flooding Lin the floods basement, the, flooding house. the
0: room. Justin, Travis, take the Mario wheel.
2: We're just
1: still trying to kill Lynn. Is that the idea? <laughs> yeah, the
0: three of us are trying to kill our friend Lin. Are we three different Marios? No, we're the okay, same wait. Mario. Okay, wait, I'm we're gonna sharing, take over.
1: Can, Travis, okay, okay. I'm turning, I'm turning you, Travis to, to water level, get on my level. Okay, so you've begun flooding your own home. Yeah, hammer
0: throwing is no longer, you can't do that in water, that's silly.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna break a wall sconce. I assume
2: you have sconces. Uh, off the wall and attempt to electric. Don't fucking dox Lynn. I live in an apartment building in Manhattan. <laughs> so you have sconces? I have no sconces. Ah, fuck. That was the only thing I had. Well, now you just see Mario
1: looking for sconces and he's just pawing at the wall. Travis wastes his turn. Lynn,
0: how are you going to kill Shigeru Miyamoto's best friend and video game son, <laughs> Mario?
2: I am going to, um, because I know that just touching me will kill him. Mm. Because uh, that's how it works in this world. Yeah. I'm going to edge and swim until Mario's close to the window. And then I'm going to try to open the window.
0: Okay. Justin. Ooh. Because he I live several right, stories up. He's right in your fucking trap, Justin. Get him.
1: <laughs> I'm going to um, push beloved Tony winner and multi-talented artist, Lynn manuel Miranda, out the window. Okay. I'm, I'm going to
2: Wario scowl as <laughs> I fall out the window. All right. We won. We
1: killed Lynn. I won't See, have a job,
2: guys.
0: What is Scenario 3? Let me just read it. Hey,
1: out. who lives who dies and tells your story? It turns out Mario <laughs> is, is who tells your story. That's so weird. You didn't see that coming.
2: Oh, well, Sorry, this- but our princess is in another fucking castle.
0: Lynn, I know you're busy and we've kept you for a long time, but I would be remiss if I didn't read Scenario 3. You've successfully <laughs> evaded Mario this whole time and managed to locate where he lives while he isn't trying to kill you. You now have the element <laughs> the sewer, of surprise. right? You now have the element of surprise and can bring with you whatever you could reasonably afford, get a hold of, or make. There is no way of knowing what Mario has, though. So now the tables have flipped a little bit. Ooh. Mario Lin is in his Manhattan apartment. Well, this is
1: getting a little uh, aggro for my taste. Yeah, this is like John Wick shit where it's like, okay, now you have to go after them.
2: This is that Van Damme hard target. How yes. does it feel to be hunted? That's <laughs> good. I assume he's like little. He He's not eating a mushroom when he's chilling at home. Oh, no. no. He's on the run now. He's, he's in out his from- most We're vulnerable. This, but
0: when he eats the mushroom and gets big, it hurts his bones so fucking bad. <laughs> His yeah. bones and muscles and skins all grow so fast, so much.
1: So, And no, when, when he gets small again, his bones don't shrink. They just no. kind of bend. It
2: hurts and so much. He, he,
1: he doesn't do the mush, eat, eat the mushroom at home uh, unless the princess makes him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Oh, I had a mouthful of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh. For his hog. For Mario's hog. Oh, he eats it too. For his hog. Okay. For his hog phrase for, for his hog the mushroom makes his hog bigger <laughs> right <laughs> justin just Lynn, let justin, let us, is,
0: Lynn we're going to explain to you in uh, excruciating detail the premise of justin's joke
1: what well, justin he is saying is that when mario eats a mushroom his penis <laughs> uh, all of them not only becomes engorged but in biggins <laughs> right
0: all of them becomes uh-huh. bigger Lynn, right and so that would include right. his genitals which and i guess in this scenario the princess would want like a bigger it like
1: zone down there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does that so make sense? would make him eat the uh-huh. mushroom so that his penis would become larger.
2: Explain it back to us, engage. Lynn, just to make sure that we yeah. know that you understand it. <laughs> so the so Mario is at home, but he's in his his half man form. His his his. Lowercase form, right? Unless the princess asks him to eat the mushroom, in which case, why would he want? Why would she
0: want that? And explain it,
2: because I need to know that you got it before we can move on. It would grow him to double the scale, including his genitals, right?
1: (laughs) And why? Why would that be uh, desired? Why would she want that? Yeah, I'm gonna hang up. (laughs) I'm gonna hang up. Everybody gets it. Okay. This is great. No, I, I need is. to know that he understands <laughs> it's the game. It's all good no. stuff. It's all good fun stuff. July third. Welcome to Warp Zone. July third. Check it out. Disney Plus. <laughs> you can do a double feature. <laughs> Hamilton and the no one tell Disney It feels plus funny. About this I don't I don't like the I don't like the plug after this. I don't <laughs> like the plug. <laughs> Disney Plus, you can do a double feature Hamilton and the journey of Natty Gan. Fired up. Call
0: up Bob Iger, say, I got a podcast for you, bud.
1: (laughs) I love this one. Kill our chances of getting on there. Actually, I'm starting to freak out about it. So would you stab him or I think Lynn doesn't have time to kill him. What would
2: I do with, I mean, getting close to him would kill him in that moment when he's most Vulnerable, he's a right? weak yeah. Man.
1: But would you enjoy yeah. that as much? He, I mean, that's that's. Are a you think. saying that you're going to keep... <laughs> wait? Gonna... I just want to. I just want to be clear, Lynn. Are you going? Are you telling me that you're going to <laughs> kill <laughs> Mario in while he's in flagrante in <laughs> the middle going... of sexual congress? Is that when you're going to wait for
2: your moment? You fucking nasty dog! Come on, the podcast. Justin said we'll talk about musicals. Justin said July third. <laughs> we
0: talked about we, Plus. we did the prerequisite musical conversation before. Before we got the meat, the <laughs> pearl of this oyster.
1: In my, in my defense, I did want to talk about more weird musicals, but Griffin made me change. You heard that happen. Yep. You heard him. Just I real did. quick, though. Did you
2: see Spider-Man? I didn't. I never did. It was. I, I had f- a friend who was at the first preview, and he was a big Spider-Man fan, and he was like, this isn't even about Spider-Man, dude. The fucking kicks his ass. Mission. The guy got... The guy got uh like hung up and everything stopped and he left. That's all I know about Spider Man. That's how it ended every
1: night. You never knew what it would when it would happen. Eventually Spider-Man would get stuck and they would everybody would bow underneath them. That was the end of the musical. Uh okay, Lynn, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh it's always such a joy.
2: And we're always so pleasure,
0: Lynn, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, so- now I feel bad that we made you talk about like
2: dirty video game stuff. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into it. I'm, I'm good.
0: Oh, good. All okay. right. I got some websites Weird. for you to visit okay. and I'm sure the rest of Twitter will help you out with <laughs> oh, that as great. well. <laughs> um,
1: thanks. thanks so much, Lynn. Um. Thanks guys. Appreciate you. Huh? dun, 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 dun. Whoa. I want a munch. Squad? Squad? I want to munch. Squad! squad? <laughs> want to munch. squad. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast within the podcast that features the latest and greatest in brand eating. I have wanted to get a bit more introspective, tone because I wanted to start off with a bit more introspective of a munch squad today. Or, or at least an introspective lead into um a munch squad. You know, things are hard right now. I did not know if everybody heard about it. Oh, but uh, Earth. do tell? Yeah, it's just Earth, and um, there I have one shining light, and I have two kids, so you know it's not them. I have one shining light that keeps me kind of going when things are hard, and in that I do include my children in that, right? Um, and it's the fact that somewhere on this big blue marble we call Earth, every once in a while, the boardroom doors at Papa John's fly open. <laughs> and you hear, and there is a, uh, a a a large dent made in the top of the door jam which, which then cracks as Shaq blows into the room mm-hmm. and announces, "Hey idiots, here's the new shit. I'm going to lay it out for you and you're going to do what I say because everybody hates you except for me, Shaq, the only thing keeping everybody from hating you." Mm-hmm. That Announcement recently that Shaq made to the boardroom of of Papa John's. Papa John's introduces the extra large, shakarony pizza. Yep. Oh. Huh. 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 Is he now? Is the
0: pizza large or are the sh- the individual?
1: I'm sorry, shakaronis? Is there <laughs> There's home. There's no pepperoni on it. <laughs> it is pepperoni. It is a pepperoni free pizza covered in pepperonis, which are now shakaronis. Papa John's announced Monday the launch of the new shakaroni pizza. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. In collaboration with board member and restaurant owner Shaquille O'Neal. No, no, not. Wish- don't say! I wish that it had said in 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 strict defiance of <laughs> <laughs> the wishes of Shakira, who begged us not to make a shakaroni pizza. Is it, How does is it,
0: it?
1: Is it? Are they smoky,
0: cured, spiced chunks of shack?
1: On I don't want that. No, it's shack free. Uh. The, uh. Uh. Papa John's will donate one dollar from every shakaroni sold through August 23rd, 2020, to the Papa John's Foundation for Building Community, which is a very general and non threatening name of a group which supports communities as they work together for equality, fairness, respect, and opportunity for all. Here's the quote. It was important for me for the. Sh- it was important to me for the shakaroni to be bigger than just pizza. Uh huh. By giving my new pie a try, one dollar will be donated to the Papa John's Foundation for building community to support COVID nineteen relief, the fight against racial injustice, Boys and Girls Club of America, the United Negro College Fund, and general community involvement. Says O'Neill, Papa John's board member and franchise owner, conceived by O'Neill himself. The Chacaroni is an extra-large pizza made with Papa John's fresh, never-frozen, six-ingredient dough, topped with extra cheese and extra pepperoni, chacaroni, I think they meant to say, and then cut into Papa John's <gasps> largest slice-size to date. Well, now, so, I, I don't mean to be obtuse here, but it sounds like what you're describing is a big pepperoni pizza. I guess I'm just confused as to where. The chacaroni part comes in, and let me just say, why not make it like a macaroni and cheese pizza? Because then chacaroni totally applies. Well, don't even fucking worry about that, Travis. Oh? Because the larger-than-life pizza is also accompanied by an exclusive Snapchat AR experience (laughs) for fans who order the chacaroni using the Snapchat app, customers... Simply point their camera at the b- pizza box to reveal a 3D surprise. I don't know what the 3D surprise is, but I assume it's Shaq dressed as Kazam announcing that your pizza wishes have been granted. Yeah, what else could it possibly be? <laughs> I don't know be. what else what else it could possibly be other than that. Can I, um, can I just real quick, uh, just dial in on the implications of using the phrase larger than life when describing a pizza, which would imply that this pizza is larger their existence, I guess, larger well, than anything you could conceive based around your time here on Earth. Here's what's very interesting, is that nowhere in the press release does it define the bounds of the pizza. It is only in relation to other pizza products from papa john's maybe it's It's bigger than shack it's big it's very big we can't tell you how big because the law legally we can't tell you how big it is but it's extremely big perhaps the diameter is one shack's worth it's a shack of p it's a single shack of pizza (laughs) actually they say it's a okay so the ceo of papa john's the new good one, I guess, not the old one. Right. We're we're says uh, we're excited to combine all the best ingredients for coming together in support of our neighbors, a shack size pizza. Yep. Now that to me, yeah is I think that's false advertising. Or, that could be criminal. Or because it's a, if it's a shack shaped pizza, then I I think if it's shack size, like you have to have how tall is that, shack? Well, Would now you- that could mean that could mean. He's 7'1". So this motherfucker, even Reggie Fiza May's great shame, the Bigfoot pizza, was nowhere near 7'1". But one. what I'm saying Not is perhaps close. it could be the pizza to satiate Shaq. This is a shack sized pizza. This is, you have your human-sized pizza and then you have your shack sized pizza, which is far larger, much like a baby bear, mama bear, papa bear situation. This pizza for Shaq is just right. So, okay, theory. The reason that the dimensions are not listed is because it is on a sliding scale during which in the morning, Shaq consumes an amount of pizza. He has continually brought pizza until he announces, Shaq is Satan, I will have no more pizza. (laughs) And then you know for that day, that's the day for that day, that is the size of the of the the, M- the Much pizza. like you used to measure like the length of the king's forearm. Right. right? And that was the unit of measure. And then it, it would fluctuate based on who the royalty was in question. It depends on Shaq. Maybe Shaq is feeling a little stopped up, hasn't had a good BM in a while, isn't all that hungry. That's a tiny skips pizza that pizza. day. It's he skips pizza that day.
0: Because yep. ha- he has terrible, he has a terrible stomach bug. Because he's day, only been eating pizza. And that day you order the Chacaroni pizza, you get nothing. Yep. You get absolutely
1: nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. You lose. <laughs> that's the Chacaroni pizza. I think that that's wonderful. I'm so happy that uh, Shaq is finally... Uh, getting getting his his hands on the dough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm just glad he's finally found something he's comfortable putting his name on. Yeah, I have been sitting here trying to think of another way of blending
0: an NBA All Star player's name with a type of salami, and I think it, How's it going oh so bad, man, so poorly.
1: Um, mug salami, mug Salam like no. Nope. That, like looks those, like, uh, that feels like Punxsutawney fells, bro. That's nothing. <laughs> Mug Salani fell.
0: S- I thought in my head to Kimbe Chorizo, but that felt like absolutely <laughs> nothing.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, I like the flavor. It Chorizo, chorizo, chorizo,
0: Chorizo Barkley? Like Charles Barkley? No, because you can't say that. You can't... That's like naming... I have named this pizza Chorizo Barkley. It's its name.
1: That's no that's good. That's no yeah. good. Uh huh yeah well scotty like a good Scotty
0: pepperoni, but they like, we already did pepperoni we just said shack in there hmm. that's true
1: <laughs> folks thank you so much for listening to our podcast we hope you've enjoyed yourself uh we hope you're staying safe staying cool uh <laughs>
0: Staying cool, (laughs) keeping the heat off,
1: just as important as staying
0: safe. Justin says, Staying
1: cool, and you got to be safe with those fans. Sometimes those fans, those blades move really fast. They go so
0: fast. No thanks. Sorry, guys, I'm I'm just looking at a list of NBA all star names. I'm just really down a fucking well right now. But thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, Into Departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, It's a powerful song, powerful anthem of uh, summertime rejuvenation. uh, And uh, thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org, check out all the great shows there. uh, And uh, also check out the uh, Sylvia Rivera Law Project. We'll have a link to that in the episode description if you want to uh, support them as well.
1: Uh, There's only a a couple more weeks to pre-order the Adventure Zone graphic novel, if you haven't already. Uh, Pedal some Metal. I believe it comes out, what, the 14th? Something like that. Somewhere. It's coming out real soon. It's like two weeks. Don't miss it. Go to the Uh, You're really gonna enjoy it. It's really good. I'm very proud of it. It's way better than
0: Dickens or- Yeah, Amazon. get him. Yeah. Any of them old jerks. Uh, here's a final Yahoo. This one was sent in by a bunch of people. Thanks everybody. It's from Yahoo Answers user uh, Ash Lalise Ash asks, How long after back tattoo can I have sex?
1: (laughs) My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. Is that too naughty? Is that naughty? Say your name. This is Griffin McElroy. (laughs) This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips.